Welcome back to Real Talk Torah, courtesy of the database of Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. I'm Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, and you just entered the database. And for today's issue, we are going to talk about the concept of hate or hatred. Right? We hear a lot nowadays about the concept of hate, how maybe love is better than hate, or maybe how love trumps hate. We hear a lot about hate speech, hate crimes. And often we're familiar with the condemnation of hate in all of its forms. And it's going to become very evident very soon why it is I want to talk about the concept of hatred, um, especially in terms of where we are, um, the tekufa, the season that we are in right now in the Jewish world, on the Jewish calendar. But what I want to do, as we always try to do, is peel away whatever visceral responses we might have to something and our... You know, the, the culture, perhaps the politics, or just our common American Western way of thinking about things, and just get to the core as Yidin and hopefully Yarishimayim. What is the Torah approach? What is the Torah Hashkafa? The view, perspective, and outlook on this concept of hate. Is hate a bad thing? Do we actually believe that hate is wrong in all of its forms? Is there a place for hate? Is hate ever a good thing? Is hate intrinsically just a neutral thing? And again, where, where in, in the world is there a place for such a thing called hate? Right, so this is something similar to, I guess, what we did last week in Real Talk Torah. And again, we try to do this in all of these shiurim, is try to really figure out what the Torah hashkafa is. Right, last week, uh, my brother of Daniel and I spoke about the concept and the Torah's concept of slavery. Right, and... You know, someone might listen to that share, and you can go back and listen to it, and you might walk away and say, oh, look, Rabbi Eisenberg endorses slavery. So, you know, I, I, I hope and expect that before anyone cancels me, you'll just give me a chance to communicate the ideas and to just try to be intellectually honest about these things and honest to God and honest to ourselves about what is the true approach to these things. Um, I hope you gave me that kind of credit at least last week, and we're going to hopefully... Um, be as patient, if not more, this week. Um, and if you have any real issues, you know you know what to do. You could always reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the same place if you want to send in a sponsorship to be dedicated really for virtually anything, um, you know, as long as it's appropriate, obviously. But you can make like the likes of Yon Khani Laster and Yaakov Nyafa Landau and so many others um, in the past who have donated to our cause, um, which is simply Harbatz's Torah. We just want to, you know, we want to we wanna share Torah and hopefully authentic Torah as much as possible. And again, peeling away all of the culture and just trying to get to the core of what is the MS, the Amita Shal Torah, what is the truth of the Torah Shkafa on these things. So why exactly do we, um, you know, do I want to talk about this concept of hatred? So as we're going to see, we have this mitzvah of remembering Amalek. Um, this is um, this Shabbos is going to be um, Parsha Zachor, and it is the Shabbos just before Purim. And there's a lot attached to this Shabbos in terms of the mitzvah of how we relate to the likes of Amalek. And as we'll see, there is a mitzvah actually to hate Amalek. This is pretty clear in the Rambam. Um, uh, the, the exact source, if you want to see it inside, so the Rambam in Hilchos Malachim in Perak Hay, Halacha Hay, 
The Rambam is very clear. He says, V'chein mitzvah say la'abed zar amalek. You have to wipe out amalek, obviously. Shne'emar timcha zecher amalek. U'mitzvah sa'say l'skar tamid. And it's a mitzvah say a positive commandment to remember constantly ma'asav harem v'arivaso. To remember his evil deed and his ambush. K'de l'orer evaso. In order to awaken our animosity towards him, our animus. Shne'emar zachar sa'sher ha'salacha amalek. Mipi ha'shmu alamdu. We learn from tradition. Zachar b'peh lo tishchach believe why it's it's also for us to forget his ambush and and, and and the hate so that that might mean his hate for us or it could mean our hate for him but the point is that we're supposed to awaken our animus towards Amalek and it's not just that right the the you know going, going back to peeling away the culture something that I want to speak about in our future um Podcast again. There are a lot of things that you know the American way, regardless of what your political identity is, in terms of you know what political party you side with. Again, if we're getting too political, someone tell me. Uh, but uh, you know the, the, there are certain things that virtually most um, Americans who believe in you know basic liberties will say like yeah, this in American culture, this is totally. This is totally okay. So, like for example, free speech, All right? But uh, you know, the Torah doesn't necessarily believe in the same kind of free speech, as again, I'll hopefully addressed in a in a different real talk Torah. But that's exactly what I want to touch on here. We hear condemnation of hate in all of its forms, but it sounds like in the Torah there actually is a place for hate. Now, the Pashtus, the Torah does forbid one to hate his brother in his heart. Right, the Pasuk in Vayikra, part, it's actually in Parshish Kedoshim, in Sefer Vayikra, it's in Yud Tes Yud Zion. The Pasuk says, Lo sisna Right, that um, you should not hate your brother in your heart. Nonetheless, the Torah does in fact endorse the hate of that which is really evil. And there's a Pasuk in Mishle, in Chesiyad Gimel, which says, Yiras Hashem Sinosra, fear of Hashem is the hatred of evil. And that Pasuk, in fact, um, well, actually, there's a separate Pasuk, um, a more famous Pasuk, I would say, um, which we say in every Kabbalah Shabbos, Ohave Hashem Sinura, right? Or with the Chazanas, Ohave Hashem Sinura. That's the Kabbalah version. Otherwise, it's Ohave Hashem Sinura. Right? Getting a little bit of Baltzfila workshop in here. If you want to hear that series, you know, that's also on this channel on the database. But anyway, we say that those who love Hashem, Sinura, they hate evil. And the Ibn Ezra and the Radak, both over there, they say that that means evil people, not just, you know, Stam, you know, something out there called evil. Who doesn't hate evil? Doesn't everybody hate evil? Right? Or doesn't every decent person hate evil? Why do you have to be a lover of Hashem to hate evil? So it could be the idea is that, and and we'll, we'll come back to this, but maybe a lot of people who are decent people, they might relate to something which is bad, objectively bad, maybe in a nonchalant way. Like, I'm a decent person, you know, I don't, I, do I hate evil? You know, I don't agree with it, whatever. It's not my way of life, uh, but do, do I hate evil? And do I hate the person who's evil? Maybe I do, maybe I don't. But if you are someone who loves Hashem, you absolutely love Hashem, then something that is absolutely evil and bad, then that's something that you absolutely hate, something that you cannot tolerate. Right, going back to this concept of, uh, of 
fearing, if you fear God, so then you are someone who is a hater of evil. So, right, we have, we have on the one hand, Ohave Hashem Sinura, in Tehillim, right, that's in, in Kabbalah Shabbos, the Pasuk in Tehillim is Tzadi Zion Yud, so that's 97.10. But in Mishle 8.13, we have Yiras Hashem Snos Ra, which the Gemara Psachim actually says, Psachim on Kuf Yud Gimel Amid Beis, it'll be coming up in the Daf in a few weeks, or a couple of weeks. Um, the Gemara over there learns, actually, that there is a mitzvah to hate someone, for example, who's chayev misa, someone who who has committed such a deed that he's that he's a rasha, he qualifies as a rasha. There's a mitzvah to hate this individual, right? To to not tolerate this individual. And there is something that's uh, not so clear. We have to work this out. Um, it seems like it might be a stira with an earlier gemara, the gemara in Psachim as well. We had it in the daf. On Daf Ayin Hey Amid Aleph, where Rav Nachman Amarabba Baravuha said that um, we, we we learn out a special um, din that Misas Sreifa, right, the Chiv Misa, the Misas Beisdin of Sreifa, um, which literally means burning, doesn't actually mean burning, but it's a more pleasant form of a death, a Misa Yafa. It's a nicer, more pleasant death where they make the individual swallow um, a burning piece of lead. Um, or, 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 or I don't know if it's a piece of lead or it's liquefied lead, but the point is that um, Rav Nachman Amar um, Baravuha learns from V'yahavta L'reacha Kamocha that you should try to give a nice Misa, um, that we, we have you know, a, a standard of Misa that's, that's a pleasant one because of V'yahavta L'reacha Kamocha. So you know, just parenthetically, I was wondering, you know, if, if, if you're a Chayv Misa, so... Then it's a mitzvah to hate you. So then, how is v'yahafta l'reacha kamocha? Um, how, how is that operating? Right, that you, you don't have to love this person. You have a mitzvah to hate this person. So I, I, I sent the question to a couple of rabbim. I'm still waiting on an answer. I was thinking a simple answer to the question. Again, still parenthetically, because it's not the main issue for today. It could be that um, again. Again, the question is. If, if you're a tzaddik, you're someone who's not chayv misa, so then who, why do we need to make a special, nice, pleasant misa yafa for you? You don't have a chayv misa, you're a tzaddik. And if you're a rasha, so then why should v'yahavta l'recha kamocha be shayach to you? Because there's a mitzvah to hate you. So where does v'yahavta l'recha kamocha come in? So it could be that the idea is that we that the misa yafa was established for all members of Klai Yisrael before they're even chayav misa, that there's a universal standard by dint of the fact that all of Klai Yisrael could be classified as our reyim, as our friends, um, you know, even before they become a rasha. So now everyone is, um, is um, that's the standard. Everyone is zocha by the fact, by dint of the fact that right now, you know, you, you might be a, 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 a reya, you might be a friend to us, so then, we, so then we try to have a nice misa. But anyway, we do have gemaras that are pretty explicit that you're supposed to, and psukim that are explicit that you're supposed to hate evil. And in the same vein, how about the Pasuk in Malachi, in Aleph Gimel, where Hashem says explicitly that he loved Yaakov and he hated Esav. And you might say that hate is a relative term, right? The Pasuk seems to have said that, that Yaakov had a sinna for Leah, or that Leah was sinua, that she was hated. Some say that it's a relative term, that if you love someone more than someone else, which Yaakov loved Rachel more than Leah, then maybe Leah um, it can be classified as being hated. And maybe the same thing here, that 
um, that if Hashem loves Yaakov, and then the then the alternative would be Esav. So the the application of sinna might mean to say that Hashem relatively hates Esav, but. Even with, you know, going back to simple Pashib Shah, Hashem is expressing a hatred for Esav. Not so clear in the Chumash, you know, even though Chazal say that Esav was a, was a murderer and an adulterer and an idolater, you know, all we know about Esav is that Baiva is Esav as a Bechorah, that Esav um, spurned the birthright, something that we'll talk about later this week. Right, with Parsha Zachor, we have a lot to talk about, um, not to mention Parsha Panorama, the special edition for Parsha Zachor, a lot to be said. But again, it sounds like there's a mitzvah to hate a confirmed Russia. So, and especially especially the likes of Amalek, who, um, for one reason or another, Amalek seems to represent the embodiment of evil in this world, right? Some say that there's an ideological, right? Rabbi Salvejic was known for saying that there's an ideological, um, uh, an ideological Amalek, which is which is, which is Hitler Yemachshem of Zichro. But here's my point. My point is that it could be all of us are willing to look at some at, at evil and say that you know like you know someone like Hitler you know is, is is evil and we could we could all agree that we hate that, but whether it is intentional or it's unintentional, I think the semantics are important. When people talk about condemning hate in all of its forms, I think from the Torah Hashkafa there is something missing there, right? So going back to Amalek. Right, we don't really know who Amalek is today. Right, Chazal already tell us that Sancherv mixed up all the nations. We don't know who Amalek is. And right, many Balei Avera today, just people who do Averos, they're either Tinok Shinishba, right, or literally a, a, a captured baby, meaning they, they, they don't know better. Or let's say they're a Mumarim Leteyavon, right? They're a Mumar, they're someone who um, he's quote-unquote an apostate, but it's Lateavon. He does he sins out of desire, not out of animus for Hashem. But again, there's still maybe this ideological manifestation of Amalek. Now what 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 kind of form does that that Amalek take? Some people might say it takes, you know, uh, racism or anti Semitism or Stam intolerance. So here's what I think is important. Before we start condemning hate in all of its forms, I think it's important to consider that, yes, if it's just a person, a group, or a party, or a race that you are hating, and it's not a behavior, it's not an evil act, then it could be you're right that your manifestation of hate and intolerance might just be another form of evil. So then what is Amalek? What is something that is worth hating in this world? What are we supposed to hate? So Amalek is obviously an anti-Hashem ideology. Someone you know, who, who wants to deny the existence of Hashem. Someone who wants to strike another person just because you know, maybe no one's looking. Because there is no Hashem. The, um, the, the Amalek ideology would have to be a way that is anti-Torah Hashkafa. You might say this is someone who is anti-religious. You might say that this is someone who is anti-Chazal in the Masorah, which Hashem said that we have to listen to and obey. It could be someone who is anti-Halacha. Right? Some, might, some might say that, no, you know, Amalek represents hate. He represents not being a nice person, someone who is, who is intolerant. And, and you might say that anyone, anyone who is intolerant 
That's Amalek. And anyone who, you know, is, is brazen about something is Amalek. That, I think, is a mistake. Because Amalek is not just, you know, Amalek equals, you know, angry face. Amalek equals someone that we don't like. Amalek equals everything I don't like about the world. It's, there's a specific manifestation. There's a specific ideology. It's not just... You know, it's, it's, it's easy to call everything on one side good and, and call everything on the other side bad. You know, to say on the one side love and to say on the other side hate. Love is good, hate is bad. But that's not, it's really not that simple. Right? There are certain kinds of love that are not considered good by the Torah. Right? So, for example, incest in the Torah is referred to as a chesed. See, you might say, look, chesed is, is a good thing. Chesed is a wonderful thing. But incest is called chesed, according to Chazal, because Hashem needed to grant early humans, like in the times of, of Adam, Enosh, Shays, Cain, Hevel, at certain points in time they needed to be able to engage in incest so that humanity can live on. Olam chesed yibana, that's the source. But the point is that there's a place where chesed must stop and gevura must reign where maybe there's a place to be brazen. Maybe there's a place to be somewhat aggressive. Maybe there's a place. I'm not going to say a place for us today in our society to chas v'shalom be violent in the wrong, you know, in the wrong place. If someone, yes, if someone's harming you physically, then, then, then there's a place to respond to that. If you know who Amalek is, which we do not, then maybe... But certain midos, which we think are not intrinsically Torah midos, those might be midos that, 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 that we have to employ because that's, that's, that's what Hashem wants at this moment. And to say that anything that's like not tolerant, that that's, that's not chesed, that, you know, that's, that that's bad, to say, oh, hate, hate is a bad thing. Well, no, it really depends what you're hating. Right, there's a time where chesed is actually not good. Nowadays, incest is not good. Right, nowadays, meaning after, you know, after the Torah is given, and even before the Torah was given, the, the, at the time when we had the Shevim Mitzvah Noach, so up until, you know, at the one generation that Hashem allowed it, okay, so then after that, there's a place where chesed is wrong. And we don't say love trumps hate. Maybe there's a place where hate actually trumps love. Where intolerance trumps tolerance. Hey, everyone's going to walk away saying Rabbi Eisenberg is very intolerant. Okay, well, again, let's 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 try to let's let's try to be fair and honest here. I think when it comes down to it, the problem is not hate per se, or the sharing of ideas and opinions that are contrary to another's beliefs, or that that might hurt the feelings of another person. Obviously, one has to be careful with the delivery of his sentiments. And obviously hate crimes and all malicious crimes are the result of real evil, which is to be hated, but that's evil in all of its forms. Not hate. Right? We should hate evil. We shouldn't hate hate. We should hate evil. The problem is that many, especially today, are hesitant to unequivocally qualify an ideology or a belief, or a behavior as evil. And they think that the crime 
is the hate or the intolerance of another due to a behavior or a belief or an ideology. And it isn't. In fact, looking away from or chas v'shalom celebrating real evil or anything that is brazenly against Ratzon Hashem and calling that tolerance, that is evil. Right? This is much we learned from Shal HaMelech. Hopefully we'll talk about this uh, you know, later in the week. But Shal HaMelech's big mistake was Rachmanus, tolerance in the wrong time against Agag, against Amalek. Right? And it could be our job is not to be zealous and take matters into our own hands like Pinchas. It could be probably our jobs may not necessarily be to publicly call out every single person who openly insists on engaging in behavior that is against Ratzon Hashem, especially when we know it's not going to change anything. Right? We, don't, we, we don't need to and probably shouldn't target every Tinuk Shinishba or Mubmar Lateavon to, you know, to try to, you know, to, to you know, get up in their faces and do something. But I do think it's, it's important that we have to have the recognition of what is bad in the eyes of Hashem and have the ability to recognize and classify an ideology or a behavior that is evil in Hashem's eyes. That it's not the Torah way to just be tolerant of everybody and just to, you know, and just to smile at every bad behavior that we see or to click like on every bad behavior that we see. Even, you know, even if it's done innocently, even if, we can, you know, even if we can try to justify where the person came from, I'm not saying that we, you know, that we shouldn't love, um, love the Jew, love the person himself. You know, the Ibn Ezra, the Radak, they both said that, you know, that oh, might even mean that you hate the bad person. Let's say the bad, you know, let's say the bad person is otherwise a good person, but they're just a mumur leteavon, right? They, they're an apostate regarding a mitzvah or two because of their desire. So we can at least, you know, if, if we're not able, and I don't, I don't know, I don't think it's our avoda to hate the person, per se, especially if, you know, you know, considering where the person might be coming from. But we have to hate what is evil, if not the person, the behavior. And if we don't have that emotion that we hate it, maybe, you know, we're, you know we still have what to work on, right? I mean, maybe we're not on that, that pristine level of Ohave Hashem or of Yiras Hashem. We're always trying to get there. But the more we identify, the more Dvekas we have with Hashem, the more things that are actually evil should hurt us. The more we should hate those things, the more intolerant we should be to those things. There's not so much you can do about another person's life, and that's not our job necessarily to go out and stop another person from doing something or believing in something. But the point is, there are things. There are there are there are things that we're supposed to hate. There are things that we're not supposed to tolerate, to be uncompromising about. And at the end, I think the main point is, don't condemn hate or intolerance. If anything, condemn evil, condemn evil in all of its forms. There are there are things out there that we're supposed to hate. And what what things are we supposed to hate? So you look in the Torah for that. You know, if you're not sure, speak to a Rebbe. Well, what things am I supposed to hate? Well, I mean, if I, if I don't hate it, I'm not there yet. But, but again, you know, it's, it's, and it's, it's, not, it's not about, you know, um, snubbing people. But it's about looking at something, whether it's a belief, an ideology, um, a hashkafa, and saying, 
you know, ew, ow, that's something that, 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 that I really hate. I hate that the situation is like this. Anyway, I think that's all the time we have left for this Real Talk Torah. Hope it was enlightening for you. But until the next time, keep it real, keep talking, and most importantly, keep the Torah. Thanks for joining us here at the database.